0: Joining us now is Rabbi Aaron Lopiansky. Rabbi Lopiansky is the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva of Greater Washington, De Ferris Gedalia. He is a prolific author and a renowned speaker. Rabbi Lopiansky, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Ari.
0: It's very nice to be with you together. Um, Baruch Hashem. So, Rabbi Lopiansky, I literally got off the phone with somebody 18 minutes ago, and he called me to say... It means it didn't become comments yet yeah it was within the 18 minutes maybe it's right. already half minutes and and his question was why aren't people educated in general about business needs and he said that he was recently threatened by somebody who he was doing business with that he's from the other person is from and he threatened to take him to court and he said we have to educate people on these issues. He threatened to take me to court and I don't know about, can you poach employees? And he started going through a number of issues that he said, I didn't even know there was an Isra of our cause. Is this typically known? I said, I said the Isra of cost, I think that is typically known, although people don't know the details, but certainly there's a lot, a lot of lack of information and knowledge, even from people who have grown up going to yeshiva. So why don't we start out with the, with the following question? When you speak with yeshiva graduates who went off to work, we'll say, what are the things that they say, we wish we had? had this skill, or I wish I had learned this, or I wish I had this information, I wish I had this training when I was in yeshiva would be really helpful for me. So
1: I guess let's take a step back and understand a little bit about the the, the, the actual issues. The, we used to have, many years ago by us, uh, a set of vadim focused on this type of vinyanim, all sorts of things. The vadim were not particularly well-attended. And you know, not particularly made at Urshim. And then boys would come back and say, oh, what about this, or that? And so on. One of the aspects of human nature is things that are not relevant and um, or we don't feel that they're relevant, we don't really absorb or pay attention. So even if we could design this wonderful course in Yeshiva's and forget about any issues regarding the yeshiva's attitudes, the 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 the, 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 the honest truth is, until it's not quite imminent, it's now so, so the right the right thing would be that a person planning to move on into the olam ha asakim would at that point spend some time learning through some of the major issues and so on because then the person first begins to understand it. and the truth is even after that it's only when you live it that you actually begin to to it, pa- become painfully aware of it it's like um, when a person learns it in, as a Bachor in, in in a sugya, it's abstract. So it's, it's it's sort of up here. When it becomes relevant, it, that's when. oh, it, it, yes, no, and and so on. So, so I think it, it, it. There are many things one quote unquote wishes he learned, but it'll. But but it won't have an effect unless one learns it some of the nearer to the time when it needs to get uh, off the ground.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting insight. Then when somebody would come and say. Uh... Can we know X, Y, and Z? I wish I had known. You could have said, "Well, we had the VOD on it," and you knew that they didn't show up for the VOD.
1: Yes, exactly. We we made that comment. You know, we made that comment in a play in a in a friendly way. Obviously, we weren't, you know. But but the reality is, you know, something that's not. Ramiya things that a person doesn't feel are relevant. The mind automatically puts into the spam section. That's 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 how a mind works. So if it's a about business and I'm sitting in in Spanish now, it goes into spam or whatever you know whatever the whatever the box is. That's the reality.
0: Right, right, right. Absolutely. So that's going to be the challenge of trying to educate in advance of coming out, unless they've made the decision. And once they made the decision, maybe we have a uh, an opportunity. Yes.
1: Correct. Now uh, this is also something interesting um it's difficult to have Taylor so with Hasanim, you know be, we do have one on ones, we have groups and big beginning Shiva is gonna have groups. I, I would even suggest something a bit more the radical side. a series of Shi'urim, maybe videos um that that so that anyone who is interested can listen. The advantage of that is you don't have to find each time an appropriate person, appropriate uh, you know, a place and so on. Everyone is making his own decisions, own time, his own place. At least if you have a series where Postake, post Poseik who explains things well, we'll go over the main topics, the main the main points, and at least people have a framework for asking a shilo, for understanding what to be on lookout for. I think that might that might actually be a, a, a very good idea.
0: Maybe we should do a series of um, headlines podcasts on, on these issues. In addition to the, weak, <laughs> the, the issues that are controversial, we can have some less controversial, but uh, very yeah. business based uh, So we'll have to speak with Rav sort of double Lechtenstein about that and recruit the best of the best of the Koshinish, <laughs> but for that. Yeah. I'm game. I'm game. I'm interested. So, so it, Robert, you'll aren't... have a hard time when you're arguing with somebody
1: that you're quoting them a first headline. So that's somehow I feel it's not going to quite uh, pull its weight in in in, in the argument. <laughs>
0: yeah, but when we when we quote of Cohen and we quote, uh, you know, the, the yes, uh, yes, yes. that they, you know, they, they'll be our guests on the shows, so then uh, we'll okay. be. We'll be in good shape. So what do you think are the primary challenges? I know you wrote the book, Ben for Life. I have it right in my head right now. The primary challenge is to be ready nowadays when somebody goes off from yeshiva, goes to work. And I think probably there are a lot more challenges since the, the book was written a few years ago. The... uh Society has uh, slided, um, unfortunately, to the South. I mean, not North, you know, it's, it's gone down significantly. We see anti Semitism has raised its, its ugly head. Um, we see that there is a, uh, a, a, we used to say a man is a man, a woman is a woman, and that's no longer the case. I recently saw that the Cambridge Dictionary is now defining yes. a male as somebody who is either born a male or decides he's a male, and the same for a female. So, what would you say the primary challenges are when somebody is going to go out? In to, and maybe it's different for the secular workplace as opposed to working in a Hamish workplace.
1: So it also depends a lot on the personality. Um, so in other words, some people are interested about their life, their style, their comfort, these major uh, quote-unquote intellectual issues about uh, you know uh, relativism and this, that really is not going to be their arena of struggles. And some people, yes, you know, it depends on the bent of the person. But um, I would say in a the, in the bigger picture, a reaffirming our tachlis achayim, um, which is what I try to do in Material life. The shiva its tera, 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 and that's it. That's not, those aren't the right words when I'm not sitting and learning much, all that much during the, the day. Even if I'm a big mass smith and, and, I, and I'm putting it three hours, it's still not. So I have to reschedule. This is especially for the literature people. The Chassidisher there there shmooze, their mansion was Hakadosh Baruch a Baruch and it has advantages where that that doesn't change all that much that's supposed to change that much when when I move out that's one two and this is this is a struggle on a practical level in a in a in a yeshiva dormitory it's all about Chesed it's about giving selflessly and and giving everything which is yes it's the right way in a I'm of business. There is the element of adversarial um, relationship. If I buy for cheaper than you want to sell, if I sell it for more than you want to buy, I make profit. It's all about making profit. Yet, so a person who is in it to do chesed with people is not running a business. I once saw a sign someplace, this is a nonprofit organization. It wasn't meant to be that way, but that's how it turned out. So so it's not something that a, a, a business has to be run to make money, and that's what a business is, especially if you have investors, and and so on. On the other hand, there is what's right, what's wrong. When I need to step away and say, "This is something that's totally awesome, this is something that's in raw. That's uh, that's a whole new set, uh, a skill set that really doesn't exist in Shiva environment. It's sort of cold. If I can give every less penny I have for the other friend, I'm great, which is which is fantastic on the chesed level, on circle level, but in din um or. It, when I do have to um, argue with somebody, when I have to debate somebody, go to din that it be that it be matter of fact, that it not become ad hominem, not become acrimonious, but be tachlis. These are my points. Is why I feel strongly, I'm on the right, and so on. Those,
0: that's a whole
1: arena of midos that, that we haven't gotten in Ishida.
0: Right. So, so two major points. Just to recap, it changed from the focus on Torah, 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 to unfortunately being distracted from that significantly. Yes. And the number two is in, in yeshiva, we're focused on chesed, doing for others, being kind to our room needs and like, if it's in a dorm. And now we're going out to the world of profit and materialism and acrimony oftentimes. It's about me and not about you. And that is a totally different mindset right, right. That, that that makes sense I, if we talk about the, the women being prepared how, how does it different differ for them
1: it's it, it really it, it, and they have more drugs I know you've written a separate book for women you know challenges and issues appropriately so the um in a woman there's another facet and that is we preach appropriately called pnima that the sense of dignity where you you take a step away, if you're involved in any any type of career that's a little more than that, so if you're working as a secretary in a heimish office, so you know every place has the silos but but you're basically if everybody's if on board you're basically just sitting in the back room doing something that's it but if you if if you start working in a in a broader company in a company with all sorts of other people certainly a second company certainly if you're in a career track that's high powered you're going to be decked with many people it has to be done in a way that works in a way that you're presentable but never losing your sense of dignity in other words for a woman to open up, emotionally to people outside of, of her world is, is, a, is a tremendous sorry. So on the one hand, you have to be able to be very correct and nice and polite um, to everybody around you. If you choose to work in that world, you know, hi, Mr. So-and-so, how are we doing? I hope everything's okay and so on. On the other hand, knowing that red line between self and interaction, there's the area of you that attaches people. That's not you. And not allowing any sense of personal connection to people around you. It's a tremendous sign and not always easy to get exact down.
0: Right. So it's it's basically distance, keeping a distance, but knowing knowing the balance. Knowing Right.
1: know you, you won't you won't be able to work outside of your dollar office if, if you can't relate to people outside. But having that type of balance and knowing exactly which part of you is the part that interacts and which part of you is is kurdish Kardashian and no outside intrudes that's that's a very very that's the challenge of it
0: right hey, that's a difficult balance so that, let me just go back to what we were talking before when it comes to responsibility for our being ready for these challenges. If we would divide up responsibilities, it sounds like more the Talmidim are gonna be responsible for themselves or will we point to the parents or should the yeshivas have any responsibility in preparations, especially if you have a yeshiva, they know a thousand students go out a year to the workplace or 20 students go out to the workplace a year. Or all of our students eventually wind up in the workplace. Or fifty percent. At what point will we say yeshiva should get involved in preparing for the students, or should we simply say the talmudim? When they're ready, you have to know, listen to the podcast. There are going to be challenges there, and get yourselves ready.
1: So, so this is an area where really um, it, it, there's a there's a, a a gap simply because of the reality. A boy becomes a chassan, that's at age twenty-one, twenty-two. He's living in the yeshiva. He has a close relationship Rosh Hashiva. He's going to be in coal for the next um years. So so that the Shiva provides a chasen teacher, schmoozing about it, things like that. It's very natural. The norm today I just draw is a broad generalization. So somebody has been in coal for five, six, seven years. He's heading to 30. He's 29. And now he's thinking that next year, Shem, he's going to join the family firm, go to school, whatever it is. At this stage... It, it, there's no one really that feels responsible for him. There is, there might be a colo, but the colo at this age is certainly not a hands-on type of affair. It's, uh, parents are also uh, um, much minor players. This this person now has ten-year-old kids. He's, he's look at big ramit system. It it, it, it to really need to provide what's the right word for it? Um, resources so that if there if there would be like. Person, there would be a, uh, um, a mahon, like a part of, let's say, Base Hera would have a dozen sessions, you know, where, you know, and times and so on, where a person can go out and and take this Vadim or libido stuff and so on. That would be helpful. That It's not a place, there's no specific responsibility anymore because it just the age and location of the person. Yeah. So, so. So the ATSA would be a, again, making video slash recordings available is an Aleph. And and certainly if a place would run these and charge something um, so that the person feels, so if let's say, he, a per, just like if he does hussain classes, we expect to be charged so here, if, if a, a, a base of, raw of some sort or or, or some some like would offer a dozen vadim on on this Indian very structured now so starting not just random stuff but starting with a curriculum that we want to give over and three times a year we have we'd have them going that might start becoming uh, a, a a um a trend and it might just start becoming where someone who knows this person will say you know this is the right time to to, 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 to take this vadim to, to, to go to thes
0: so what what I'm hearing is it's a technicality really that this isn't supplied in the yeshivas because people are going to go on to kollel and when you're in kollel it's difficult to manage and they're pretty autonomous at that point. So we, we have a technical issue, right? Responsibility, right? And because of that, th- we have a void. We have a void, and we have to find yes. a right way fill that void. Yes. Okay. So so in in your yeshiva, the the, the vadim are they more focused on hashkafas as to financial responsibility or how to live a proper life or I mean you're not going into the heavy business issues in the yeshiva
1: right so I guess there are two there are two ways in which we're um, somewhat a bit different I guess Ari a few advertise headlines we can advertise the yeshiva right that's that's
0: that's what what I'm here to do (laughs) Leave it at the best yeshiva in the world with the best Rosh yeshiva in the world. I can't say that because all the other great rashi yeshiva, but right. one of the best yeshivas. One, that's, that's good. That's good. And one of the best rashi. <laughs>
1: so, so I'll tell you the two, the two areas. So at best yeshiva is a bit of an anomaly in the sense that we're located in a community. The boys learn yeshiva, many of them stay in the kolal, Many of them from the Kolo will stay in the community and branch out. Some go into Abu Kodesh, some go into business, some go into professions, you know, the range, but they all keep a kesha with the yeshiva. And um, it's just that that's the type of, of atmosphere. So in a certain sense, when people are moving on, they will sit down a lot of times and want to go through issues when they face issues. So it, 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 it it's just because of the nature of the, I guess, the the, the geography, so to speak, and the, and the way it's structured, that we're able to have that cash at a later date when it can happen. The only, the, the, the we don't, like we told you before, we do not find it helpful or appropriate at a young age to speak about these things. Of course, most people, it's over the horizon. It's taking away, in a certain sense, from things that you should be doing now. But the things that you can do is certain basic uh, middles, for instance, if if we talk about excellence being not absolute achievements, but using your potential, doing what's right, honesty, integrity, Ehrlichkeit, yashrus, so we're not going to be speaking in the yeshiva per se on very technical, specific business topics, but to speak occasionally about Ehrlichkeit, yashrus, and 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 so on, these and and achieving according to your ability. These are at least foundational, um, concepts that when the time comes, it's easier to build the hemstock on top of it. If you've gotten used to the idea that it, about how valid integrity is and how much positive you do by being MS and honest, then when we talk about making sacrifices for honesty, it has what to rest on. So, so, so somewhat we hope, you know, we with. That this is one of, this is part of the conversation. conversation. We hope that on this, um, it's able to build later on when it's when it's relevant to build up the building that needs to be built.
0: That's really building a foundation. Yes. Very what good.
1: If, yeah.
0: Okay, well, one last question. It's not, it's not so much business, but when uh, people get out there, obviously a big challenge is maintaining our learning schedules, So not not same schedule, obviously, but a schedule. And that's obviously a requirement. And it's a challenge. It's a real challenge when people get out there because you are juggling and balancing and juggling and family and work and responsibilities. Have, have you seen any great ways? that people can keep to? That, any, any methods, techniques that will more ensure their ability to stick with a learning schedule? So I
1: think the, 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 um, the, it, an idea that I think I've tried to, to push and so on is the following. Let's give an example. A person needs physical exercise. Getting people to do exercise every day is not easy. Playing a game of ball is easy, and the reason is because I translate the exercise into a tough list. I'm going to win the game. If I were to tell you to chop wood as for exercise, very hard. But if I tell you to build a table, it's much easier. You know, when sitting and learning, is just time I have to take off and learn, which in a certain sense in the yeshiva, we do stress it, that prayer is, is, is bleak full and so on. It becomes very difficult. Um... But when I, if if the type of learning is a type where at the end of X amount of time, I feel that I have a Kenyan in this Indian, that Indian, the other Indian, then, then it becomes something. Learning through this, knowing it, understanding it. And that's why as you learn more and you become better at it it, it, it increases, it becomes easier because we have a sense of accomplishment. So I think learning it's structuring your learning so that you can and um, feel you accomplish something. That's why some of these things like Semitas Chav has been very Kenyan That these things have been extremely effective. Even Dafayomi, I think there are two reasons that make it so effective. One, there's the group dynamics which should not be left, at, scoffed at. Everyone does it. We get together. There's coffee. There's a famous market share. There's a this, there's a that. These are the things that really help a person. Two, it's a human. So even though a lot of people feel they don't know it well, and that's that's an aching uh, lac- laconic at a person, but in the other hand, the fact that he's finished us, learned us this once, it is what contributes. So if, if we can translate our learnings into accomplishments, I think that that would be a lot, a lot more helpful.
0: So I, I put it probably in one world word goals. Yes, goals, real goals, and the
1: goals are not goals that I finished X or Y. The goal is I achieved something. I know basovacholov. I know Ilhas Hanukkah, but I know it. I've been tested, and I know it. And I feel I know it. So I have I have money in the bank. I I put I made another deposit in the bank, and that's why when I was growing up, saving accounts was so considered important because when a, when a kid got money and he splurged it, there's no incentive to keep getting. It's like, it's boom and bust. When you learn to put away and you watch your money grow, and today, of course, we realize that in a savings bank, it doesn't grow, right? But 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 it, it, but when I was growing up, that, that was the idea. It gives something. So learning in a way where you feel you accumulate more knowledge that after five years, you know a lot more than after one year, I think is a very important key to motivating people.
0: Right, I, I do it in a little bit of strange of a way. Um, when I finish a Masechta or I finish a, a volume of Mishnayos or a Sefer and Tanakh, I move it from where I keep it to another place. And that place is right in front of me, so I see the svarim moving from the, the further bookshelf to the. And you can look up and see. Okay, now it's two volumes. Now it's five volumes. Now it's ten volumes, and it's very tangible and it's right in front of me. So you, I to have that feeling of of accomplishment,
1: great that that's a, that's fantastic.
0: All right, Rabbi Alopianski, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure speaking with you.
1: Okay, and listen, Rabbi, I wish that the urn behind you become emptier and emptier, and the urn in the front become full, and as far as you put out fill up the third shelf, Hashem. So, uh, Hashem, a lot about slouch and everything. I'll take that bracha. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.